Welcome to Sparks and Recreation, your source for info on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Part of the Realms Rising Network. Heroes of the Realms, welcome back to episode 35 of Sparks and Rec, your bi-weekly fan-created podcast on your favorite digital application, Hero Realms. It's good to be back, everybody. Uh, we are progressing into the hot summer months here, at least in the Northern Hemisphere. I, I know our Australian friends are uh, in, the, in the winter months. But we're pushing along, guys. we got a lot to talk about today. We do have a full crew together today, guys. My right-handed, left-hand man, Tim Agent C13 McKenzie, the uh, flower circlet to my <laughs> uh, bone axe. I probably got the names of both of those wrong. <laughs> That's an interesting combo. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, Timmy, how's it going, buddy? Wow. Going pretty good. Uh, my mic was falling off there for a second, and uh, I was like, "Why isn't it holding still?" And then I fixed it, so I'm good though. <laughs> good, well, ready, ready to record. I got it fixed, so it's not like falling, falling down nice. again. It's it's a little Excellent. chaotic. We're a little rusty here, but we're going to pull it together, guys. It's going to be great. Um, joining us as well is Sammy Scrap Force Parsons, broadcasting live from the Sack Cave. How are we doing today, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the op- opposite dubs greeting for you. Uh, doing good, man. A little had a, had a late night last night having fun, so a little sleepy today, but ready to podcast, talk about some nerd stuff. Uh, not cussing in my intro again. That's like two in a row, you guys. I just want to point that out. And nice, yeah, nice. looking forward to it. Let's do this. Good to have you, buddy. Nicely done. That's two for two now with uh, I know. foul language intros. You it's are, a streak. I, I don't want to jinx it, though, so let's let's tiptoe around <laughs> it. Uh, finally, last but certainly not least, the newly minted legend, Chris Double Dubs Wahlberg. I'm on a roll. How are we doing today, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. I am doing well, man. Thank you so much for that introduction. It is... Um, fantastic to have that win in the books of course and uh ready to you know chat about some hero realms keep it all rolling in the realms feels like there's a a lot of exciting stuff going on um don't want to bury the lead or anything but we've got some hero helper updates we got lua stuff to talk about we got ancestries on the horizon we got tons of events firing off so uh, plenty of good stuff to get into. So I'm really looking forward to the episode tonight. Not that uh, necessarily we'll be talking about all those topics, but maybe. Well, but a good, good amount of them. And good point <laughs> yeah. about the about the community events. We have so many now that I cannot. I used to know all of the events and all of the rules, and I had everything down. Now I have to. I don't know the rules for half the things I'm in. I have to check it out, Chaladra, or have someone correct me when I send an incorrect challenge. But hey, that's kind yep. of the uh, we the we used to have like maybe five maximum at a time that were going on, and now it's like yeah, there's like thirty at a time. It's a good problem to have. 
Yeah, no, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. There's something for everybody. And there's a lot of uh, members, new members who are actually creating their own events as well, which is so awesome to see. It's, it's really awesome, guys. The community is burgeoning. Um, all right, guys. Speaking of our beloved community uh, here at Sparks and Rec, we've decided to give back to you, to you guys, our faithful listeners, by offering a Hero Realms Digital Legend account contest. That's right. We are giving away one free Digital Legends account to our listeners, guys. Here is how to enter. First, uh, find the uh, link for a short survey that we've created about the podcast that is uh, attached to this uh, episode's show notes. Uh, there, you'll find uh, just a short survey. It's just one or two minutes with a few questions. Uh, and after you complete that, we're also asking you to leave a short podcast review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And in that review, make sure you mention realmsrising.com, which is kind of the portal uh, for new players to enter into our community. And also make sure to write your IGN somewhere in the review so we can identify and confirm that you actually did it. Uh, finally, last step is to sign up for herohelper.com if you haven't already. It's all free. All of these steps are free, guys. You don't have to pay any money to try to enter this. Uh, all of the people who complete these steps will be entered into a random raffle. And we will announce the winner of that contest in episode 36 coming up in a few weeks. So anyone who's interested in uh, entering this contest and does not already have a Legends account is welcome to enter. If you already have a Legends account, sorry, you cannot be uh, eligible to win this. All right, guys. I hope you enjoy our uh, digital Legend account contest. Um, moving on through the rest of our uh, intro here, let's have uh, Sammy... Can you give us a quick update on some of the major progress you've been making with Hero Helper? It would be my pleasure, my friend. Um, thanks, everyone who's a user of HeroHelper.com. It's Hero-Helper.com. Um, you know, with your guys' input and your support, uh, I've got a lot of good ideas to put into the site. But the one, the one thing that was pretty glaring, if you have used the old site, was that the tables were pretty hard to navigate. It's pretty confusing to just look at it. And in general, the, the UI needed a lot of work. So my first priority was to, to redo that. And so now we have a much better UI. It works way better on mobile uh, and uh, just is a lot easier to navigate and manage. So you can search your game data. Um, and it has all the same tables right now. My goal was just to have a feature parity release with an improved UI for the, for the moment. So it's all the same stuff that was in the old site, but now it's searchable, sortable, pageable tables. Instead of that huge, crazy amount, uh, they're in a tab interface instead of having to scroll over the, the website. Um, and then uh, I just basically redid the, the dashboard part and made it hideable. So that way you can tuck that away if you're on mobile, especially, and, and get right to your your data that's in the tables themselves. And then as far as next steps go, I know the next thing that I'm sort of interested in is adding additional filters so people can do like, I would like to see wizard versus cleric at level three versus level five and get very specific information from their community aggregate stats. I think that'd be awesome. But really, if it's on one table, I should probably be adding it to all the tables, right? So that's what I would really like to see. And I would actually like to ask you three, what do you think 
should be the next feature? We'll start with Chris. What do you think? Yeah, Chris? I'll I'll piggyback off that because that's sort of what I um, was hoping to see next is a little bit of filtering. But for me, um, less granular with regard to the classes and the levels as far as the filtering i'd love to see some time-based filtering on there so that like i could know how my last hundred games went or if i note that i i respect this barbarian on june 1st then i could like filter since june 1st and get a sense of what my new build is like because since it's all based off of character name you lose a little bit of that and then the last thing Mm -hmm. with regards to filtering that i'd love to see is that like while it's incredibly more cleaned up now and is great to look at, if I could still combine like async RT and all to like, just be all, I would probably, it would be even cleaner for my like use experience just to have that all collapsed into one. I feel like I'd be like scrolling through less. So that's kind of like the quick hits Mm. for me of what I would like to see next. What do you think about that? Filters that would, that should go away because then it's like, yeah, I'm just going to filter it if I care. Otherwise, it'll be all. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Okay, yep. cool, cool, cool. Um, let's go with Tim next. Tim, what do you think? And Matt, you can round us out. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I just think uh, actually getting the... inner. You've made some big steps with the interface, the UI here already. But having it so that, like... like uh, Chris said to change the window of when you're looking at the games would be a big thing. And just just like those UI improvements to be able to like you log into it, you can, you know, put your character builds in there. That's like those sorts of things that I know we've talked about, like we want to do this where you can put your character builds and then you can see like if other people have put theirs in how, this build compares to that build and all of that sort of stuff. So like Mm -hmm. to see all those sorts of stats and get that, that sort of thing done. Yep. That'd be sweet. What do you think, Jake? Uh, I think it will, first of all, I got to commend you just because it looks so slick. It looks really great. I love the overall game stats and uh, how they look at the top of the page. I haven't looked at it on my mobile yet, but I've seen some screenshots that people posted though. It looks really good, man. So nice job. Um, yeah, I, actually, we've been actually talking about this for a while about being able to do uh, like time period searches, uh, which both of those guys mentioned. That's probably my main thing. Uh, mm-hmm. One small little nitpick uh, is very small. Is you know how the default items per page is at is five five. I one of the first things I do every time I load it up is change it to 100. So I'd rather see it probably uh, uh, the default at a bigger one, right? Because you're all you're almost never going to look at this top five stuff, right? Uh, anyway, very small, yeah. big thing. Um, in terms That's of like cool. in terms of like deep future stuff, I would love, and I, we've mentioned this before too. I would love for individual users to be able to upload their builds. Uh, and connect it to their uh, characters, so that you could see. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of track out now most people can know what builds they're using just by looking at the character name i think but uh it'd be cool to have like a little image of your uh not an image but like the uh the build layout for each of your guys that you have in there. of course users would have to do this manually i know you can't get that from the data the game log data but it'd be a cool feature and, someday unless joel unless joel wants to help us 
Help us troll. <laughs> Please troll. Help Is us. Is it in that data yeah. somewhere? Do you think he could release it? No. Or? Yeah. That was one of the changes when they went to the... They have they, it, but it's encrypted now. Yeah, um, when they switched from the old way of sending the game data to the new way, when they moved from... When they merged the beta server together with the prod server, uh, then we lost that data, unfortunately. Yeah. We have it for like old stuff, but it's I not remember. now it's yeah. so old it's not like as it's not helpful. Good. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's out of so date. Yeah. I mean it's there's still some things we probably could glean from it, but it's not great. So yeah, yeah that's awesome. I all those things I think were kind of on my radar. With the uh just a note with the, the uh last one hundred games, Chris, I really want to do like a chart. I wanna have I wanna get some nice mm. charts as well in that Ooh. dashboard section. So it's like again, it. it's still collapsible, but then we'll have some like charts that are animated and all that stuff. So we'll see. I've got to learn how to do all of that. So Charts, you know, give, graphs. Me time. Yeah, give like, me time, my friends. Like tracking uh, your tracking your win percentage or wins over time or something like that. That'd be to see that. Yeah, in, all that in stuff. Graph form. Yeah. Awesome. Man. And then wow. the other thing I would really like to do too, once we get filters is get uh, like be able to save your view, quote unquote. So you have something you're going to check all the time. Do you want to save it as a filter? And then so you can save it and then you just have to click from a drop down and it'll apply the filter automatically for you and then you're done so that's another one that i would uh, really like to see so nice yeah it's good awesome stuff, work on it man yeah it's super good um here, here. thanks sammy yeah and we look forward to uh hearing your uh, future updates and i really like to I, I know you're doing it um in different places but i know sam's always open to feedback too guys so if you ever have yeah i think there's even a feedback link right on the uh on the website so it's a it's a link to the Discord. Discord but that's okay. the best place, really, yeah. is go to the Hero Helper channel on Discord, and then again, just to round us out, if you haven't signed up and you just heard about it, HeroHelper.com. It's Hero-Helper.com. Go <laughs> sign up. It's free. We won't charge you money for it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again, Sammy, for the great work on that. All right. Uh, I know this is this is a little bit longer uh, normal uh, introduction, but we have a lot of housekeeping. So thanks for bearing with us. Um, Timmy, up next, can you do just a quick shout out to our faithful patrons? Uh, yes, I can do that. Um, I just want to say thank you to all our patrons. We have, I got to look it up here. I, I, I wrote it down. I'm going to give everybody a specific shout out here. We have, we have one new patron since, uh, origins and that's, uh, Sarah T, uh, in the star realms app and i forget her ign in the hero realms app but she plays <laughs> a lot more star realms but uh it should be the same about, if she yeah it's it different same. it's different it is yeah. Oh. yeah it doesn't have to be the same yeah. it doesn't thank have you, to be Sarah the same T. yeah yes, but yes. uh thank you but uh i know chris and sam met her at origins and so like uh yeah she whipped my butt so, so star she's new. uh we also <laughs> have a uh, filtrophobe uh the cat says meow. Omsk, rucksack, DNA searcher, meowgan, warden slayer, Eindelus, uh, Logan K. Stewart, Daily Twenty Three, and Noodle Tulpe as patrons. So thank every single one of you for what you do. And we also got a donation from Arcanel recently. So awesome. Thank you Huge for thanks. supporting the podcast Huge and thanks. the events we do and hero helper and all of the, the fun things that we do for the community. 
And now, I mean, I just want to say, we're starting to it's starting to really gain steam. We have our first giveaway, right? Like that's awesome. We're doing stuff, guys. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we're doing stuff, and there's a lot more stuff lined up, guys. We have some prize support ideas and different contests in mind. So uh, stay tuned. We, we set a high a high bar out of the gates here, but. You know, the community <laughs> is worth it, but we have set a high bar here. I think it's worth calling. This is a big one. Well, <laughs> well and to be honest, part of the reason that we're doing it is because right now the uh, backer kit is open. So you, we actually have a window where we can, where we can buy, right. uh, buy and do this. So we're going to, that's why we're doing sure. it. So I really hope okay. you guys uh, uh, try out that contest. Yeah. All right. Uh, Double D, why don't you round out the intro here by giving us a quick overview of the podcast today? Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one today. We've got What Would You Do? submitted by a awesome ass. <laughs> and then we're going to be reaching <laughs> into the mailbag and seeing what we find in there. Some good questions that we look forward to answering. We're going to be doing a little bit of Lua discussion after that. And then we will dive into the arena assault as that is a new feature that has debuted and is very fun and interesting so we'll chat about that a little we're gonna have a card talk card duel stay tuned to find out which two cards are battling it out in the card duel this week and then we're gonna close things out with the community roundup so stay tuned everybody episode 35 gonna be a great one let's get into it What would you say you do here? All right. Welcome to What Would You Do? Uh, if you want to provide your feedback on uh, these scenarios, if you want to submit a scenario to us, uh, reach out to any one of us on the show here. Be sure to include screenshots with the maximum amount of information possible. That means the complete board state, both players' decks, both players' discards, and we even like to see the menu. When you hit the menu button, we want that captured as well so we know the levels and the turn and everything like that. So if you submit all that over and you have an interesting situation, we would love to feature it on the cast, so please send those over. Uh, without further ado, Allow me to paint the scene here. We've got a level 14 ranger that we are playing as, and we're up against a level 14 wizard. It is turn six, so still pretty early on in the game. We have a fairly econ-heavy hand with our light crossbow, ruby, influence, unending quiver, and an arrow. Um, I'll pause there and go through the row really quick. We've got cult priest, man-at-arms, dire wolf, Rake Master Assassin and Varric. Our opponent has a cap familiar out and is at 44 health. We're at 63. We have not used our snapshot yet. Um, so far for purchases, all we have gotten is an Orc Grunt and, so I shouldn't say all we've gotten, we've got Orc Grunt and Dragonfire. So a very solid purchase there. Our opponent, on the other hand, though, has made some big purchases as well. They've got Kristov, Dark Reward, and Torgan. So um, that's kind of where things are lining up to start. And I think that uh, I want to kick it over to Jig, if that's all right, for his first thoughts, and then I'll jump in after you. How's that sound? That sounds good, my man. All right. <laughs> okay. uh, 
this is a tricky one. First of all, it's against Filtrophobe, which is never a, a fun prospect. And um, Filtrophobe has Torgan, and it looks like Dark Dark, dark Reward knowledge. and Kristoff. Yeah, in in the uh, just in the in the in their hand, actually, right? Which is not going to be fun. All right, so man, um, I I can see. And we have how much? We have six gold here so far. Um, what I want to do, I think, guys, is I'd get the dire wolf mainly just to block up damage. Um, also, it's hopefully going to uh, combo with my uh, orc, which will give me, which will bounce and give me another draw. Um, the disadvantage is I won't be able to track. Uh, if I buy the dire wolf, but that's fine. I'm going to buy the dire wolf and then I'm probably, yeah, I'm going to yeah, trigger the, I'm going to trigger my, uh, or I'm, I'm going to play my bow and arrow and kick off the draw. Hopefully I'll get one more gold. Uh, and if I do, I, then I can track, then I can do the next draw with my the quiver and just see and see how it goes from there. And then basically what I'm hoping is, like I said, I can pair that dire wolf up with a orc. Or and or get my dragon fire out as quickly as possible and just try to end this game before that wizard uh, ends it for me. That's that's my line of thinking on this. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What do you think? That's pretty much what I would do, right there. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, in the order that you described it all too, I was agreeing with you the whole way. <laughs> Great minds can yeah. like my friend. Y- y- because you, you want to buy the dire wolf before you shuffle and draw. Exactly. And then. I mean, Wake is tempting, it, right? But you won't get him into your next shuffle eh. if you do that. Yeah, I'd rather get something in there that I can use, eh. right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. And it's uh, good to call out, too. Like, you may be tempted to do your snapshot with this because you have two arrows in the pile. But you have to save the snapshot for Torgan, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't have to. But it'd be wise because it's going to come. And probably you want to say that for Torque. Yeah, you definitely want to say yeah. that for Torque. Uh, yeah. Chris, how about you? Would you do anything different? No, I think, and that's the thing I wanted to do is kind of explore some of the different lines that um, they were considering, right? Like Rake is kind of interesting. So, like, if you were gonna go the snapshot route here, the kind of points in favor of that mm-hmm. is that you're getting great value on the arrows, right? You mm-hmm. don't always get the double value and you are knocking out a cat. So like, you know, you are getting the stun effect. <laughs> it, it's something, it's something, but then <laughs> um, I think I you also could, no, I was going to say, can you get your cloak and then get rake in before the shuffle? But you can't because you'll uh, have the, snapshot flip it as well off the draw so yep yeah but anyways i think if you are gonna go snapshot you have to get rake for the reasons you guys mentioned but then it misses a shuffle you're on ranger so you can maybe like track through that um which is good but it does feel like a pickle because them getting varic could be bad as well they've got two great champs and another uh red card to faction with it and their wizard and a wizard with Varric um, can do some some damage for sure. But overall, I think Direwolf flip the deck and um, kind of take that approach is probably what I would do. Should we find out what Asasamas did with this one? Yeah. 
Let's uh, do it. Here it is. So uh, essentially, after getting Direwolf, they managed to track and put it back into play, starting a damage rush. The opponent got a little more econ and continued to sack down with that dark reward. Then they popped their snapshot to cycle the deck and try to pair their wilds together, that orc grunt and the direwolf they got. They purchased a man-at-arms, and they got a lucky rally the troops mm-hmm. to flip. The opponent did get Kron and was kind of coming together with some good damage and defense. But on the final turn, there was track that got the dragon fire and finished the job with kind of some residual damage there. So basically, I think kind of a good example of uh, like staying patient and, um, you know, waiting for a flip off the row and not, you know, going crazy buying bad stuff but letting it kind of emerge and, and yeah, pulling I like out the win there I, I do wonder why he bought alex bought the uh the man at arms though I, for for the i guess for the damage soak or it seems like that's just going to clog things up I, I might not buy that unless i'm just in desperate need for for damage soak. yeah I mean, it mm-hmm. sounds like the game had developed to some extent beyond that, that we don't have the context of. So yeah. I kind of agree that like on this board of what we see, yeah, man at arms, not very appealing, but as things <laughs> develop, maybe it was the right call. You know, I, I think after you get that dire wolf, I would avoid getting any other cards that didn't draw basically if I was the the ranger. But again, you don't know how the, the game evolves in terms of damage and health afterwards. But All right, good stuff, man. Thanks, guys. Yeah, before we call it a segment here, I think we'll go ahead and hop into the channel um, on the feedback that we got here. So, it was a bit of a split voting. Direwolf and Rake were kind of the two debated options with Scorium uh, voting for Concede. <laughs> Joanna wasn't having any of it, though, <laughs> and was not going to concede this early. So I understand that. But then Scorium making a point in favor of um, play some arrows and quivers to try to get Rake so that they have something that kills Torgan. A little concerned about what happens when they grab Varric, though. Yep. Um, so that is actually the extent of the feedback on this one. So thanks for everyone that chimed in there. And with that, we'll take it over to the mailbag. got mail all right everybody here we are at the mailbag uh we've got some good questions as always first let's hit the ground running with this um listener submitted audio question from friend of the pod omsk hey guys it's omsk i was just wondering if you could go into a little more detail regarding what you do with counting the amount of damage that you have already accumulated in your deck versus the amount of life that the opponent has left if you just keep a running total throughout the course of the whole game or if you start doing that mid game or late game just curious some uh, some thoughts regarding that over the course of a game state i appreciate what you guys do thanks okay tim okay. let's get, start with you first what what do you think about uh Amska's question how do you track damage throughout the course of a game um so I definitely don't like keep a real tight eye on this all game or anything like that. It's just 
when it's starting to get close, like I'll look, I'll, I'll keep an eye into like, does my opponent have a lot of damage cards? Does my opponent have a lot of healing cards or abilities, that sort of thing. Faction colors too, right? Right. All, all of that stuff. Like, like how is their deck built? That sort of thing. And try to get a feel for when I should really pay attention to like, do I really need to buy more cards? Am I feeling ahead or not with the damage? But that's usually more like a mid game to late game mm-hmm. thing before I'm really paying a lot of attention to like exactly counting out the damage and all of that. So it's usually when I think there's like one, maybe two shuffles left that I'm trying to math it late out. Late game. So probably, yeah. we, I guess we can call that late game, right? Okay. Yeah. Good answer. But I mean, I guess I kind of keep a general eye on it without actually mathing it out mm-hmm. in a way all game, but like mathing it out, it's more late game for me. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Chris, how about you? How do you track damage? Yeah. So to me, I think the spot it comes up the most is like fighter games and especially fighter mirrors. So I wonder if that may have been like the genesis of Omp's question is that, you know, we have the Mm. fighter games going on. So I wonder if that's maybe uh, why this was Mm. on his mind or it could have been for any reason. But to me, that is when like that, that 12 plus the one off the pauldron or the you know, and then the skill and then they sacrifice their spear and oh my God, I should have been tracking damage because I died, you know, or something like that. So um, that's one spot where I feel that I pay more attention to it. And, you know, as we Tim's comments, you're paying attention to it later. Well, in those fighter games, you almost want to be paying attention to it the whole time. Not that they're going to take you out on the first deck necessarily, but you want to be paying attention to it sooner rather than later. I think Mm. another spot where I'm like counting damage more often and thinking about it more is when, um, like in lower power level scenarios, like if you're playing low level, if you're playing vanilla or something like that and your opponent, uh, or you, or, you know, whoever's in the situation, if someone has a good champion with a reasonable amount of defense, then the other player is going to want to have, you know, some amount of, uh, damage to be taking that out. So that's worth tracking. Um, as far as like the healing and how that all fits up, it can be, hard to know because like well if they ally taxation and close ranks that's huge but if those stay away from each other then you know that's a 12 point difference that i don't have to worry about so it um is something that uh can be more relevant again it's just something i kind of have like a general sense for rather than like actually literally counting and i think part of that's because you don't know how the draws are going to line up you don't know what's going to get bottom decked and you don't know what's going to end up allying or not so i don't feel like you can reliably but like you go with the vibes (laughs) and that comes from experience and playing the games for sure cool good stuff sammy how about you uh yeah you guys really covered most of the scenarios but i got one to add um if i'm gonna scrap a firebomb or if i'm going to scrap something and it's like the first hand i have to go into my deck and make sure that you know that's i'm probably going to take them out that deck um or else maybe i want to keep the firebomb for the next round uh to help finish the job out right so that's uh, one scenario where I will do that. I think for the econ cards that you can scrap, a lot of times you end up scrapping them before you're really concerned about um, 
uh, like the in-game damage totals. Usually I'll be scrapping a mid-game or uh, once I once I feel like my deck's pretty good and it's a, a deck that would win, um, then I'll start scrapping that stuff out. So I don't think it's as much relevant to that, but with Jagged Spear, with um, Firebomb, mm-hmm. with other cards that you can scrap that would help you finish the game, um, I'll, I'll make sure I'm counting and, and scrapping that. Otherwise, the other things I had thought of, you guys already see, you totally said them, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's mine. What about you, Jake? Yep, you guys hit the major points. Uh, I would just add uh, that when you do calculate your opponent's damage, Double Dub said you never know what's going to faction or not or what's going to top deck or bottom deck. I always just assume that they are going to faction everything and everything is going to maximally output for them, and that's how <laughs> I calculate the damage and try to embrace for, you know, expect the worst. Yeah. Um, yep. uh, but like Tim said, early game, I'm not really tracking damage that much. I'm looking at how to counter how they're building their deck. I'm looking at trying to build the best strategy for me to get my deck running. And I don't really start worrying about damage until, um, like 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 Chris said, you have a feel for it. Like, oh boy, it could start to get dangerous now. Then I'll go and start counting up damage they can do. But the other thing too, if, if you play a lot of, alchemist or wizard or thief which are three classes I, I play a lot of you go down and damage quite a bit or it can swing quite a bit and you don't if you're playing worrying only about your health rather than trying to optimize your your strategy uh you, you might not be playing optimally in, in, in other words you can care you might be able to worry too much about your health especially early game if you're not careful of course you can get into a hole that you can't get out of but you don't want right. to what i'm trying to say is a lot of times like a a wizard or a, or a thief will get behind early game health wise but it's actually deceiving because they're putting together uh, an engine that once it clicks on it's basically going to steamroll and win the game so as long as you can get closer to your mm-hmm. win condition uh I don't worry too much about health, maybe to my detriment sometimes, but, um, but when I do count yep. it, late game, I do count Yolo. everything, expect the worst. Yeah. That's kind of how There's I some think about it. Cliches, cliches there to throw in. You, you stabilize and you turn the corner is exactly what I feel like you're talking about. Yep. And then another one is that, uh, only the last hit point matters, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. you can, you can get down on, on the HP if you're going to be able to. Yeah. Um, you made a great point about yeah. fighter mirrors, though, because a lot of my fighter mirrors are decided within like three to four or five hit points, you know. Uh, so you really got to count and be careful. And if they've got, uh, I, I don't, we're not going to go into fighter mirror strategy, but yeah, thinking about how to <laughs> soak up damage and how to avoid dying is definitely important. Cool. Mm-hmm. Really great question, Omsk. Th- thanks for that. Are you guys good on that? Any final points to add? I think we're good. Uh, Sammy. Why don't you take us to the next mailbag question here? Happy to do that. Uh, and again, just want to say thanks to everyone that's submitting stuff. Um, we have a user submitted question. Uh, we don't. I don't know who submitted this, but this was did, from yeah. This was from a survey, so it was anonymous. No, um, no name was given. Ah, fantastic. Okay, so this is from a survey. So the question is: um, When to buy profit taxation tithe priest and street thug? So a short um, answer. Uh, let me go first. Okay. Always, always. That's my answer. <laughs> every time, especially Tithe Priest. Every yes. time. Guaranteed yeah. win. Yeah. yeah. Dubs, for, by the way, bought Tithe Priest in the Legends Championship match. And I think that was the the 
you know, the move. That was the move that I knew really it was going to. Yeah, I knew it was a good sign when I saw each, that picture. Each of yeah. those. Each of those cards is a lot better at lower levels and without heroes as well. Like mm. the yeah. the defense and stuff on those gar on those champions and whatever matters more and the damage helps more. So, yeah. yeah, and they're not, to not to say that they're great then, but they do more work. Whereas at like a maximum level game, they're they're pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in those cases, when would I buy them? Uh, Profit and Street Thug, I'd buy if I had a Deception. Or, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure about with Crime Spree or not. Maybe, probably. But it's not quite as good as, like, Deception's so good. So I will buy that stuff in, in that case, if I'm going... Crime Spree is really freaking good, too, man. Crime Spree is incredible. Yeah. yeah, and you want to trigger that... You want to trigger the Blue Man stuff. It's so good. Rasmus, even, I'll, I'll probably... Maybe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like... If you have a profit in a lot of blue, it's not bad because you get you're, you're kind of reliably hitting that four damage. Yeah. But if you don't, <laughs> it's the worst. That's when it gets yeah. harder to buy, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. and as far as uh, taxation and tithe priest, tithe priest if I've got a bunch of champions is actually pretty good, especially if oh, I need yeah. the health. I wouldn't buy it if I didn't need the health. So there, you know, there's that. But taxation if I'm a wizard, I'll buy that shit every time. If I'm an alchemist too, I'll buy it every time with an alchemist. So. Just to, at just because you need the health. I mean, maybe not every time as a wizard, but often. I want that imperial healing. Mm, yeah. Did no, I say yeah. an f bomb? I said. I know. I said the s word. Sorry. <laughs> you said that sorry, the male children. Hopefully, I'll remember to delete it later. Um, no, I wasn't <laughs> jo- when I when I said always earlier. I wasn't joking. It's just, as long as you're playing with an alchemist, you can get all. Except maybe street thug, I wouldn't buy. But the rest of them, I would. Uh, just quick diatribe on alchemist here. It's really, especially if you're doing the squishier alchemist, it's really important to get early uh, uh, white cards. God, why, why is it not imperial cards? I totally blanked on it. <laughs> My brain they're is yellow, operating like forty-five. Yeah, all yeah. you silly magic um, players. Anyway, you, alchemist needs early white, even if it doesn't have healing on it because of the yellow. spectacles healing. You need to trigger sometimes to really stay to stay above water. So. Uh, yeah, with yeah, I underestimated that the spectacle is healing. Actually, when in some of my initial elk playing, it yeah. it can add up for sure. sure. Yeah, I, my my two cents on this was going to be kind of what Tim alluded to is that like the lower the power level game you're playing, the more these cards are appealing. Um, mm. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then the wizard and stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm don't have a ton to add here as far as uh, tithe priest and street thug at the lower levels the the modality of them is nice being able to have the option of econ or you know affect health one way or the other i like that about mm. it and then you know as kind of sam was saying if you are looking they can be reasonable faction enablers all these things but that's not really a reason to buy these cards because at that point you're just saying i would buy any uh, card of these mm-hmm. colors because I'm heavy in it, so it's nothing too specific to these cards. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, yeah. Good. Are we good on that, Tim? Do you have anything to add on these low-level poop cards? No, I like I said, uh, without heroes and at low levels, it's they're much better. Yeah. Not to say that they're great. Taxation, taxation can win games uh, at level three. It, yeah. It, it it won me a number of games when I won Legends, so pairing up some taxations. And I notice it in, like, TCL and, uh, mm-hmm. like, low-level arena stuff recently. Like, yeah. 
the Spark 12 point digital health as well. swing yeah. is huge. Yeah. yeah. Even, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah, taxation is a tricky card because it's deceptively good <laughs> if you can get it to hit. All right, good stuff. Yeah, it's um, a lot of health. All right, guys. Uh, can uh, I ask a quick question before we move move on? Uh, yeah. Jake, did you say poop cards? Is yeah. that how you describe these? Yeah. Poop cards. <laughs> Very nice. I just wanted to verify. Yeah, I'm just, this, the listeners are going to notice a, a, a noticeable downtick in my brain functions today. I had a, a, a day-long barbecue no. where a lot, lot of food and uh, alcohol was involved. So uh, running a little slower than normal today, boys and girls. That was genius, my man. I, I loved it. All right. I just wanted um, to verify I heard it correctly. Yeah, no, you did. And I immediately wished I could have taken it back, but it's, it's out there for the world to hear. Um, <laughs> all right, guys, let's uh, wrap up the mailbag here and move along into Lua discussion. Okay, now we're going to have a quick little discussion on the uh, Lua scripting in Hero Realms. So uh, after like a little over, about six months or so of like almost no action on that front, like there weren't any updates, like the updates to the app broke stuff and, and the scripts weren't working and whatever, um, we've had... a huge influx of changes to the documentation and some updates that let us test out the scripts again in the app. So um, I thought I'd talk about it for a few minutes and let you guys ask any questions or whatever. Uh, a couple things that are pretty cool. Like there's just some minor changes in the game setup for the coding to get scripts working, but they've made updates to the documentation that, um, you're going to be able to upload scripts and use them in PVP very soon, it sounds like. Woo! So this is really exciting. So much like the... Um, so there's a couple things that are really cool with this. You can make custom classes, custom cards that you could use in a PVP game. You can also make custom set scenarios like with the arena. Like we can script those ourselves as well if we want to do something. Or if you wanted to do like a a funky event, you know, for the community, you could say all games need to be played with this funky rule or whatever, you know, sort of like how maximum overdrive uses the double health. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you could say uh, everybody plays with a six card hand Mm -hmm. every turn, you know, Mm -hmm. or a four or whatever. You could run a no health cap tournament. Yep. (laughs) And you (laughs) You could could have your cleric dreams run wild that you've missed for so long. All all of those things are possible with it. And, and there's more stuff to it too, that um, you can do, but I know we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast a while back, but it's exciting, at least for me, because I'm one of the people that actually has written a number of scripts and whatever for it. But, but just uh, think about where this could go. Like, you know, we got a book club on the server already. Let's make a coding club, you guys. We got the GitHub yeah. repo. Like, let's start forking and branching and making some amazing things happen. <laughs> yeah. If what, this is interesting, <laughs> if this is interesting fork, to you, and merge. Uh, you know, that's a great forking idea, on the, man. Just <laughs> on the Discord. Amazing forking idea. Because, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. So let. let 
let me ask a, a few questions here. Well, first of all, I'm really happy to see this back because it looked for a while like it was just going to kind of fade away and just yeah. kind of be one of those dev, dev things that um, that kind of disappeared. In fact, I even put it like on the inactive channels in Discord just because no one had posted there for like six months. But then, you know, kind of out of the blue, it revived. So it's awesome to see it back. So, so just, just as a quick little thing there, um, the dev at WWG that kind of has been heading a lot of that stuff up lives in uh, uh, Ukraine, right? In the Ukraine. And that's, there've been a lot of issues and it's been hard for him to that's work consistently. Yeah. And it hasn't been a priority to get to some of that stuff. So anyways, yeah. It's yeah and the, All right. No. Okay. In Discord, no, ahead, he's, yeah. In the discord, he's random noob. I just wanted to give him a shout out there. So that's mm, who yeah. we're talking about. Thanks. Yeah. He's random noob. Who's kind of been uh, at the helm. In the realms rising. Driving. One, yeah. Yeah, and user cafe I also know is another kind of active person in those discussions, and he he made a witch character too. Mm -hmm. Witch versus paladin. I I played the paladin, and he made the witch, and then he combined the scripts. Yeah, I played witch versus paladin against myself on stream recently. So solo, that's your style, brother. Of course, you did. (laughs) One one of the things that's really (laughs) interesting to me is like. Cause I made that class. And I'm like, I know it's going to need some balance tweaks and this and that stuff, but I can't play it against anybody unless I like <laughs> print out the cards and whatever. Now we're going to be able to test that stuff too. All right. You know? Now, now this is where my question is. All right. So how does this work where you can make a script and upload it and mm-hmm. then everyone has access to it? Or is it basically just from you sending challenges to people? So in the documentation that they have on their website, um, I can send you the link jig to put in the show notes so that people can. Okay. Look this good up. idea. Yep. Um, but basically you have to have the script on your computer and this is only going to be available through like the steam client through Android and iPhone, at least uploading the stuff and doing it. I'm not sure if you're ever going to be able to, uh, once it's uploaded, I think you might be able to use it from mobile but you may not even be able to like send a game with it. But if one's already in progress, I'm sure you'll be able to play it on a different device. Hopefully. Okay. So, wait, so, so that, that's what, a couple of things I have questions with that. Okay. I'm not sure. It's still unclear. Some of it. Okay. Yeah. But there's in the developer uh, section through the steam client, you can open up your script. You, uh, you would upload it and there's a end user license agreement. You have to agree to, uh, uh uh, when you do that and when you do that um, it'll show up and it'll be available uh, in your in-game menu like sort of like where we pick the no heroes and right, the, right. Yeah. And the uh, custom double health now and the custom yep. screen and the challenge you all pick right. an image and all of that stuff and then you send a challenge with it and once you do that um, people can favorite the script and use it ah so that's how so it they, kind of like populates into what? the community that's so cool they can't he said they can't so, favorite it until a win is recorded for one player yeah, or the other with yeah, that script. Very, but once uh, a win is logged. When you upload the script, there's a chance it still contains bugs. So initially it has a not verified status. To get uh, verified, you'll need to play a full game to the win on one of the sides. Only uh, after so a cool, game man. finishes gracefully will the script be marked as verified and be able to be added by So others. it's gonna be like a virus infecting that's like awesome. the community with like one challenge <laughs> you could send and then if other people send it it'll like slowly that's so yeah, awesome. I think, 
I just think... give it to Zimbu and he'll. <laughs> but everyone, hey, okay. what, what I'm hoping is that you upload it. You have to play a game in that challenge, and once you do, it shows up in that custom scenario thing for everyone. Is what I'm hoping. Okay, now here's I, I the thing. I kind of doubt though. that though, because then yeah, that'll get we'll just have pages and pages up. and pages and pages. But yeah, who yeah. knows how many people are now? But is that a bad thing? I mean, a lot of games have I these mean, mods, and, are, and like, like if you if you're testing out a script and, and you finish it out and whatever, and then you make an update to it, you have to redo the process and everything again. So, yeah, right, yeah. yeah. that's so awesome sure. though. But for now, it's it, for now it's basically only going to be people with the Steam client dev mode enabled, right, Tim? Yeah. Okay. But that's at, at least that's, that's how you can upload them and do it, and then send the challenges. Um, and then the to add challenge. it to the favorites, you tap on an ended game and select add to favorites. So I think you have to get sent that challenge before you can. But is it possible? It. And sorry, Sam, I know you're up next, but is it possible for a non steam client, uh, person to be able to accept that challenge or we don't know? I don't know yeah. for sure. Hopefully that'll be the case. Cause that I would, would be, think so. Yeah, I would think so, but I don't we'll know. See. Yeah. Time will tell. It's new. Go ahead, Sam. You had a good, you had some. No, I just am thinking about all the possibilities, and it's going to be so cool to have a like, you know, we can help with a GitHub and set all that up for, as a central repository for everyone to to use this stuff. I'm like super excited about it. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, oh, I should we should host it on Hero Helper, but then I'm like, no, GitHub. That's what GitHub does. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be so freaking cool. I, to I have a GitHub have repo with all like the community stuff that like me and user cafe. And then like I did some stuff with dubs on one of his streams, like all that stuff's yeah. on there. The stuff wise wizard is put in is all on there. Awesome. Yeah. So Tim, uh, I do have a question though, to follow that up. It, what are, what are the things you can't do? Like what, are, what is, not able to be done, or what is really hard to do, or like what are some of those things? That... Uh, it's not going to make you an omelet. Doom? It's, yeah, it's not going to make <laughs> you an omelet in the morning. That's for sure. No well, fork and omelets, there, man. <laughs> there's, you can completely redo the market deck. You can completely redo like character classes. So, like basically, wow. Uh, from the ground up the game you have to use the hero realms engine yeah but like so it's always going to be a deck builder like chris was joking you're not going to be able to play doom using it <laughs> or yeah or, or make omelets. to my knowledge there's no way to do that but uh, challenge accepted uh, but like you can make your own market deck that's insane i didn't know you could do that it, it, i thought it was just character it would, it would that is oh, no. insane yeah you can make your own cards like and you can um, one of the things that's interesting to me as well is like as a community, we've talked about balance changes and this and that and ideas like when there's PVP scripting, you can have it. So you just like make a balance change to a card and you play a game normally with that change. Hmm. So no, wouldn't then that, be a, that wouldn't that be something, though, that you couldn't do is uh, up up like upload your own art for cards or can you do that now? Um, no, like the art is stuff that wise wizard has and yeah. they, they've made much more art for it and whatever, but yeah, you is can't like draw your own picture. Yeah. It's stuff that's used in the game or 
some stuff that's not, but <laughs> but assets that like yeah, exist oh, and are already yeah. uploaded. Yeah, I know user cafe used like AI game. generated art for his witch, didn't he? If I remember, but that was just no. for like the article that he hasn't like published yeah. about it. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> so, it, it, like, in the literally, that, that art isn't there. Yeah, <laughs> okay, got it. About yeah. four people know about what you're talking about, Jake. <laughs> great, oh, nice. great <laughs> pod content, guys. Great. <laughs> Fine. No, Maybe but I, I, <laughs> you heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things you can't do is you can't upload your own art, um, and there's going to be a license agreement that you have to agree to to upload the stuff there, which I'm sure is legal protection for Wise Wizard and mm-hmm. for all of their assets that like you can't like steal their stuff and whatever yeah. you know. So I don't know a lot about like modding in the modding community and stuff, but um, is it are all the mods do they all belong to wise wizards? as soon as you upload them? I don't know. That's going to be part of their EULA. How that works. I don't know. That is curious. I mean, it's all based on their game. So like you can make a mod, but it's not going to do anything with. Yeah. Who cares? Right. (laughs) It's literally the only place that it can be used is in hero realms, digital stuff. Right. This is great stuff though. And we'll definitely have to keep monitoring this and it, I think this Lua discussion, we'll have to come up with maybe a segment title for, for Lua so that we can you know, uh, come back to this and talk about new creations or new uh, updates and things that are happening because this is really exciting stuff, especially if it can kind of uh, be accessible to the mass, the masses, you know, rather than just um, Steam Dev. You know, that's what I'm waiting for. But uh, good stuff. Um, before, are we ready to wrap this up here? Any final comments on, on Lua stuff? Tim, you got anything more? Nope. All right. Uh, well, moving up into the uh, Arena Assault segment of the podcast. Coming up next. Welcome to Arena. Prepare to fight. Three, two, one. All right, everybody, here we are. You just heard our brand new intro music, which as of this recording, I actually still haven't made yet, but hopefully by the time you listen to this, <laughs> there is something there. Uh, Arena Assault, guys. The Arena mode has been added to the digital app after uh, a long wait from everyone to see it hit. Um, it's still kind of bare bones. They're still working on it. It doesn't have prizes yet uh, for clearing it, but we got an Arena, guys, and it's a lot of fun. And this is where we're going to talk about some of the different uh, arena rules <clears throat> and strategies and maybe just general discussion on arenas as they happen. So guys, here we are in our first inaugural session of arena assault. Uh, and we're actually on the second arena so far. I think it's once a week. They change it once every seven days. They change it on Wednesdays. Yeah. On Wednesdays. Um and I guess we'll just start off by talking. Should we just talk about the first one that, that came in, which was called? We should talk about the structure, maybe, in case anyone's missed it. All right. Yeah. Go. Why don't you give us an overview of the structure, Chris? Good, great idea. Yeah. So um, overall, as of right now, I think people are getting um, as many entries as they want or like hundreds of entries into this because it's just kind of like in a early implementation of the feature. But eventually this might cost some amount of gems or something to do or in-game currency or you might get a number of free runs per week. We're not really sure how it'll work, but right now it doesn't cost anything. 
and it has these special circumstances. You have a week to accomplish it. You have to get six wins before you get two losses. So once you get that first loss, you're kind of uh, <laughs> on the on the Sudden burner death. there. Yeah. Yep. And you're in a bit of trouble. And so, yeah, there's some really cool like custom options. And just like we were talking about with the Lewis scripting, as far as like infinite possibilities, we see the same thing here where there's this like set of conditions that you have to um, in a PVP game get six wins before you get the two losses. But just as I say that out loud here, I wonder if they would ever do a co-op arena. What do you guys think about? Maybe I'm taking this thing totally off the rails, but like, I, 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 I know co-op's not for everyone. <laughs> I Should I have not take, said that? To, I know. I wish I had to a screenshot Tim's face reaction when he, when he said that, because it would have been a perfect. Uh, I would yeah. play it. I like, I like co-op, but it would be hard. It would be hard to do. Who knows? Yeah. Who I'm knows? with Tim. I, 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 the only time I play co-op is to level up characters quickly when you get the, the real-time double. double well, speed. well, like like to me, the, the co-op already has, like, you're p- playing different bosses. It's already a different scenario. That's true. You know what I mean? And weird things happen. And, yeah. Right. No, and the point of Arena point. Is, is it changes how the game works. And so uh, co-op already does that. Right. I want to kind of piggyback off that a little bit, though, and just say that, like, so to me, the realms games at their core are about like contextual analysis and like the way you value cards, you know, changes based off of how the game is. And that's what makes Arena so awesome to me is because it can throw a curveball for the way that you analyze and value things that just one little wrinkle can have some really cool implications. So I think with that jig, we should be ready to intro the two different ones that we've seen so far. Right. Great overview. So, yep. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, the, lead us off. Yeah. Lead us off with high speed chase. Yes, in the high-speed chase, the debut arena, draw a card at the beginning of your turn. So you start with five cards, like you draw up to five, but then at the beginning of your turn, uh, you draw another one. Initially, this was at any level, but then uh, was set to be a level three challenge. And then um, after that, the second arena that they had was Windfall, where it replaces two starting gold with two fire gems. For this one, you could be anywhere between level 1 to 14, but you would be down-leveled based off of your opponent. So, uh, yeah, what did you guys think of those arenas? Did you guys complete them or play in all of them? What What's it been like for you? I played High Speed Chase once and went 6-0 on it. And then they changed nice. it to, but that was before they changed it to the level three. So I played it with like a level 14 wizard and it was just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I did Love play, it. I don't think I played it at level three. I didn't have enough um, time really to play it. So uh, it was fun though. I mean, and you already I, got the six Oh, so <laughs> yeah, but there's no prize for it or there's no like even indicator that you did it. So, I mean, right. You don't even we'll get a, you- Congratulations, you you, you won. It just, it just restarts on you. Yeah. Meowgan will send you a GIF in the Discord. All right. And if that's not yep. a prize enough for you all, I don't know what is. <laughs> and what a gift that is. It's amazing. <laughs> it's cool. But yeah, I, I will agree that yeah. I want to see prizes and I'll be more incentivized to like 
hit it harder and more often yeah, if and there was come, yeah, and I'm not I'm, that, that's right. not a complaint I know it's coming but it, it's it's great to see the arena in there well the other thing too is like I'm in so many it's my own fault for signing up for so many uh, community events that I don't really have time I, I have been playing some uh, um, Q games as well but I don't think to um, I guess I'm just not used to the arena mode yet like as something that I'm playing regularly I, I need to get well and it's real time and I know you're like a blast yeah. through your ace and Q kind of guy and sometimes the agony of someone waiting to take their RT it's turd brutal. is brutal <laughs> it's like what are you yeah. thinking about over there just play <laughs> but anyway that was hard good. for me too just like not waiting for that necessarily but also waiting for um, just getting the games an opponent like, okay. doing, uh, yeah i can't do it i was like nope sorry yeah it'll, it'll it'll fill out over time as it gets better but yeah those are all good points as to yeah when i did try it sometimes it wouldn't even load up a game and then the other thing like some real-time games can take like 20 minutes you know for a single game to go if they're yeah. super slow and then like oh i only had five minutes to do a quick or 10 minutes to do a quick couple of turns and that yeah you, you you need some some time to play because it's all real time and um Actually, like the queue to get the game usually wasn't too bad for me normally when I've mm. tried to queue. Um, but like you said, sometimes you get it. What I hate is I, especially in this week where it's at any level, is like I get paired down to level one mm. with a max <laughs> level character. And I hate playing at level one. Like I wish the minimum were level three, but regardless, like, yeah. But that's usually going to mean it's a, a newer player or a character with, or a person with a new character that they're learning or whatever. So like some of those games, like jig was saying, take forever. And it's like, Oh, you have to do it when you have, you got to have at 20 minutes at least to play in an it's arena game. It, it may only take you five, but it, the time you that you like, I have five minutes is when you get a 25 minute game. So exactly. Yep. Right. Thank you. Cleric. Yeah, um, and then since it's arena, you don't want to like concede it, you know, because of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I had um, to. It was uh, so sad. I had to concede one because I like I was like, crap, I got to do this. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. Yeah. Um. Well, should we talk about strategies? What did you do? I mean, when you're drawing a card at the beginning of your turn, you don't really do anything different, right? Everything just gets way better. You just everything's quicker and stronger and faster, right? Yeah, that was my conclusion. And so because Wizard is already really strong, I just hopped in there with Wizard like you did, Jig, and was like, you know, happy to roll with that. I I did a run with every class, at least, and I won it with Thief and Fighter, and I made it really far with Ranger and Wizard. My my cleric won like two games and lost two games. So mm, nice. that's pretty good, though. So Fighter, I, that's pretty cool you did it with Fighter. I don't have a great way to filter out the free players and looking at the the data. Um, So what I did was I just was like, if this person is a registered um, Mm -hmm. hero helper uh, user, then like what, what, what were the stats when it was a user versus user scenario for high speed chase? And it looks like uh, you guys will be surprised, but most people played fighter. Um, There was the Mm -hmm. most wins and the most losses as a fighter character. So it was about a hmm. hundred for users. Wizard was second for the most number of wins and losses again there. So that was a very popular one. Uh, Ranger had 20 next in line. 
thief next then cleric as far as like who was winning so it seems like everyone was sort of on that fighter wizard train hmm. for sure interesting with the extra draws. it doesn't seem like cleric gets enough to like catch up because there's right. just still behind so cleric no is one, the one yeah. that i wouldn't be too interested in yeah on and no one, one played it that was from the user pool no one really played it which is all. good too because getting a cleric in a real-time game can be <laughs> oh <sighs> agreed yeah. yeah um okay Really quick, how about Windfall, the second one that's currently ongoing right now? This replaces two starting gold with two fire gems. Uh, this actually just came out, or came out last Wednesday. Um, this is pretty crazy because it's everybody's basically accelerating big time at the beginning of yep. the game. You can buy lots of crazy stuff. What, what have you guys noticed with uh, Windfall? Yeah, I did a run with this one where I decided I was going to go Thief, and I've got the Masterful Heist Thief. I thought mm. that, um, you know, having the extra econ would help me kind of, like, steal from them better. And uh, I think I got I went, like, 4-2, and that was that for me. And, you know, just kind of fine. Didn't get the win, but I felt like Thief, if I tried it a couple more times, I'd probably get it. You guys know it, it is possible to change characters, between games too, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yep, like you don't right. have to oh. stick with the same character the whole time. At least how yeah, it's you don't have set to up. do the same one. Yeah, you can That's switch it every game if you want. Yeah, which is wow. pretty cool. I mean, you don't, you never know who you're going to face up against, but it's it's kind of cool. And I, I I did that some last week where like I I once I tried it with each of the characters, I would just randomly switch ones that I felt like playing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. This week I haven't played as much. I've I I played just a couple games. So, yeah, and that's what Same, I'm saying. I haven't played it yet, so like, yeah, I feel like if hey guys, if there was prizes, would we have gone around the table and said like I haven't played it yet, I haven't played it. No, no we would all play it. If there were prizes <laughs> and like in in Star Realms where they have like the foil cards and whatever, like I would make sure I get every single foil for that's Hero right. Realms. Every, I would yep. play until I get a six zero win. <laughs> Or, no, or a six one win or whatever. Yeah, it's not a joke. That's what I did. When I did that. I did that for, for quite a while in Star Realms. Yeah, yeah as I did that. And like, if we can get cool avatars and background, oh my god, it's yeah. gonna be so awesome. I, man. Yeah, and it'll be really motivating yeah. to play it more. So yeah, and and they yeah. have like every two wins you get like a star or whatever, and on the mm-hmm. leader there's a leaderboard with the stars. Yeah. So like, which is it, way cooler than a the leaderboard leaderboard, right? Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, you yeah. had to go six and X or better or whatever, you know, to get to get those. Well, stars. You, you have to win at least two of your games to get, to a, get star, a star, and then you have to win two more to get a second one. So you could nice. just win two games and lose two games and get a bunch of stars if you played it a hundred yeah, times. Yeah, right. So maybe but, it's, it is the same as leaderboard. It, but I, I still think, like you're saying, I still think it's a little better. Like you're not getting stuff for losing. <laughs> So, right. It feels like, yeah, yeah. And people, it'll mostly be, it's going to cost gems to play it. Um, So non-legend backers are actually going to be having to use gems to do that. So, but they they haven't said that for sure. Oh, really? Honestly. Yeah. It seems likely, but it's not for sure. It seems likely. And we're all assuming that, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Because the, for this kind of beta testing or whatever, it's not beta testing because everyone's testing, yeah. but they're, they're giving you like 99 tries a week or something like that. Yeah. I think so they can set right. that. They, maybe they'll give you a few free tries and then you have to pay afterward. Who knows? Yeah. Star realms, you get one. Probably. Free try, right. Yeah. Uh, now, if you, it. if you own the sets, 
you get to do it for free as much as you want now. Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Yeah. They okay, made that so change maybe, after I kind of stopped playing Arena and Star Realms. So I bet you they did that to encourage more people to play it. But yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. So maybe Hero Realms will be the same. That's actually good news. But it means well, those gems are only used for re for. Uh, well, maybe they'll be like a foil store and stuff. Who knows what they'll do with it? Yeah. Hopefully who knows? Got good ideas. Um. All right, guys. I think that's pretty good for Arena Assault. Uh, well, this will, again, this will be something we return to and focus more on as it, it develops. And we're really looking forward, to, uh, especially once that uh, prize support, the foils and other fun things happen. So we'll keep you updated in future editions of Arena Assault. This is my boomstick! And here we are for Card Duel in a battle between the three cost actions of the Wild Faction. In the left corner, we have Elven Curse. And in the right corner, we have Bushwhack. Mm. Elven Curse, uh, six damage as its primary ability, and the opponent discards a card. What a heavy hitter. You faction that? Another three damage, guys. So that is a big one. Bushwhack, though, on the other hand, six damage as its primary ability. If you faction it, you may draw a card and discard a card at your, uh, you know, when you want. You go ahead and do that. And then when you acquire it, it is acquired to the bottom of your deck. Mm. So these are a very interesting pair of cards. Um, I want to give a shout out to Fierro and some conversations that I've had with him. Basically, you know, we kind of agreed, and I think it was him that put this forth, that Bushwhack is kind of like the balanced version of Elven Curse. <laughs> and I'm 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 with that. I, you know, obviously it doesn't have the discard effect that Elven Curse is so reviled for having, but in terms of like being a more uh palatable card. I'll take Bushwhack, but I think Elven Curse is more powerful. So in terms of who's uh, throwing the knockout punches here, I'm giving the win to Elven Curse, but I like Bushwhack from a design perspective more. Hmm. Sammy, what do you, what's your take on these two? That is pretty interesting, Chris. I like your take on that. Uh, I, I would probably go Elven Curse. I think the uh, guaranteed discard um, edges out a little bit. Uh, the bushwhack, but also I'm feeling it more on a situational uh, take right now. Whereas if it was early game, much more likely to go Elven curse. And if it was maybe a little later and I had some greens already built up, then I would really like to have bushwhack. And I, I've also had some games where I had two bushwhack and that was fantastic, <laughs> but it's also really nice to have Dude, double Elven curse. So yeah. way. <laughs> I was going to say, if you have the greens built up, Elven Curse and its nine damage is just insane. I mean, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's an absurd amount of damage. Yep, it's for a, its cost. It, so that's why I really like your your uh, your take on it's the balanced yeah. version. Like, yeah, it's, Elven it's Curse more is really strong. <laughs> Be, because Elven Curse gets stupid strong when you're factioning it with other yep. stuff, and you get that nine damage in a discard. Whereas Bushwhack, when you ally it, it lets you cycle a card. Which is nice, but it's not as much. Yeah, I take the damage, but, right? But right, like I'm gonna pick Elven Curse ninety five percent of the time over Bushwhack. 
The mm-hmm. time that I might not is very, very late game when I can guarantee Bushwhack to the bottom of my deck, and I know I'm going to see it before the end of the game, whereas I can't guarantee mm. that with Elven Curse. Right. Yeah, yeah I agree That's with that, goal. except not just at the end of the game. I can think of a few other situations, right? Let's say you have a champion, uh, your opponent has a champion, right, now, right. and you need something... Uh, at the bottom of your deck that you can draw that turn to help you take it, right. for example, right? Those are another yeah. situations, but otherwise Tim's exactly right. Elven curse every day of the week. It's probably, it's probably the best three cost card in the game. Still, uh, there might be some other yeah. ones I'm forgetting in the dungeon set, but <laughs> God, it's so good. We need, we need Filterphobe here to make a case for the rot. I wonder if he would argue the rot over oh. Elven Curse. <laughs> That'd be a good matchup. Not. I don't know. I can't the, speak the, for him. But. The, the three cost card that I think gives it a run for its money is Close Ranks. Close Ranks, good. Yeah, that's Ooh. one I was forgetting. Thank you. Yeah, no, Close Ranks is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would put that over. There's got to be some the dungeons, too, that's really good that I'm forgetting. But uh, Probably not but Light yeah. the Way. I don't think I'd take Light the Way over Elven. Light the Way is really good, though. Yeah, but I might take. Maybe if I was on Druid, if I was on Druid, I'd probably take Light the Way over Elven Curse. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, all right, we're we're birdwalking a little bit. All right, so it seems like (laughs) um, all of us think Curse is still OP. (laughs) Not OP, but and yet situationally, you'll want to take Bushwhack. Yeah, Bushwhack is an amazing card. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, good stuff, guys. It's the king. All right, um, <laughs> let's wrap up card talk, card duel, and transition into community roundup. All right, everybody, you hear that music, you know we're reaching the end of the episode here, but first we are going to do some community roundup. Um, a lot has happened, I think, uh, since the last time we've done a community roundup. So we're just going to try to get the, the major points and push through everything that we can. Tim, uh, why don't you get us started out? I know you have an announcement for TCL. Yes. So uh, Thandar Combat League, we are starting to use the Hero Helper bot for that. And we used it for signups. Um, and I have been super busy <laughs> with stuff, so I haven't, like sent a bunch of reminders, but we had 40 people sign up. Uh, Signups are closed for the season. Uh, If anybody else wants to sign up, they can sign up as like a uh, alternate if somebody drops or whatever. Um, But season six will be starting uh, probably in about a week or so from when we're recording this on the 9th of July U.S. time. So I, I think by next week I'll have time to get everything together and have it started. So. Awesome. And you can also use Tim's bot to sign up for it, which is yes. a, a thrilling thing. Yeah. And in, in, in the, I will, part of why I haven't gotten it started yet is uh, I want to make a, a little instructional video step by step to say, hey, here's how you, because you're going to use the bot to report your games and all of that stuff. No more. It's smart. Google yeah. Form, Google Sheets. And then you can just forward, whatever. send people that link whenever they have a question about it. Or mm-hmm. yeah, we can even, yeah, we'll find a way to post it somewhere in the Discord too, I think, and on, on, on the websites that we have. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, Tim, I think that's it for you, right? Yep. For mm-hmm. me, round it. Yeah. All right. Next, I'm going to uh, talk about King of the Castle and then also the level 14 events we have going. Uh, King of the Castle right now is 
Occupied by Corey Bear 88 in Castle A and uh, Filtrophobe over in Castle B. Two heavy hitters uh, are defending their castles well. Both of them, Corey Bear just won his recent uh, match versus Fino, and he's sitting at three wins. So is Filtrophobe. And uh, right after this, I need to populate the next challengers into the uh, into the castle. So. Uh, if you are interested in playing a level 14 or level 12, if you don't have the call to arms um, expansion, this event is always ongoing. It's always accepting signups. You'll have to wait a little bit to get to the top of the queue, but uh, it's something that's always going on in the background. So check out King of the Castle in our uh, community events um, primer link. And also I'll have a link in the show notes for it as well. Uh, up next, let's talk about the Ascension to Heaven a cleric invitational. This was organized by DeCatz's Meow, and it's still ongoing right now. We're in round three. Uh, we have Scrap Force, Rip, User Cafe, Double Dubs, and Rucksack, who are still uh, alive. And there's a couple uh, out- outstanding matches as well. So we'll keep you updated on that. But that one, the cleric one is going to take a while, boys and girls. So uh, yep. stay tuned for more updates. <laughs> it definitely that. takes a long time. <laughs> um, in the... Call of the Wild, Druid Invitational. We have the Cats' Meow versus Noodle Tulpe in the finals. That's going to be a uh, Clash of the Titans. For the bronze medal match, we have Rip versus myself in the uh, bronze medal match. So good luck to myself. Bad luck to you. <laughs> um, the next level 14 is the Call to Arms Barbarians Uh event that was organized by um, Warden Slayer, a friend of the pod. This, the first inaugural event was won by the Katz's Meow. He went 3-0. Noodle Tupe came in second. You're starting to see a pattern here. And Logan K. Stewart came in third place. Congratulations to them. I know um, that Warden Slayer is either close to starting up the second one, or he might have even already started. It so started. Keep, it started, yeah. So keep, and I think he'll be running more of those as well, so keep an eye out on the Discord and the community primer site for details on that a few more to get through here guys next is the <laughs> uh calling all fighters of thandar oh i guess this is another oh no wait that's the this is the fighters only open uh this was won by the cats is meow uh agent c13 our own tim mckenzie came in second here with a 2-1 record and noodle tupe in third so congrats on that one um a few more. Next is the Alchemist Invitational, guys. This was hosted by yours truly. Uh, Zembu came away with the first place prize. Congrats, congrats to him. And poor Jigma Linkba, myself, came in second. I lost uh, a big one to that. I, Chris actually uh, played the playbacks of that on his recent uh, stream last, last week. So you yeah. can check the catch VOD. The VOD. Yeah, catch the VOD. If yeah, you want. catch the VOD. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Noodle Tupe and Rooksack came in third on that. There was no bronze medal match, so they just did that. That's something I'll probably add the next time I do it as a bronze medal match. All right, guys, one more. The Tri Wizard Cup. Uh, the second one ever held was won by Filtrophobe. He went 5-0. and oh. He was a, just blew through the competition. Aindaluz came in second, and Omsk and uh, the Cats' Meow rounded out third and fourth place. Meow. Whew. Okay, guys. Um, who's up next? I think we've got... Double dubs. 
Double Dubs Deadly Duels is in progress. Fierro waiting for an opponent in the semifinals. Checked in with all the other players. Luna Pig and Scrap Force, what happened, man? We were not paying attention. <laughs> bro. We were not paying Dude. attention, my friend. Bro. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just giving me a hard time. A little tardy. Well, <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, that one's going to be another long one like the cleric one because of the nature of the leveling and having to get up to seven wins. But uh, people are cruising along, hoping to have that, uh, you know, uh, in some semifinal action soon. Uh Moving along then to the quick fire events, we did have a uh, quick fire number two for base and dungeons finish up. I would like to congratulate Fat Hobbit for winning base quick fire number two. We had Noodle Tulpa in second and Omsk in third. And then switching over to dungeons quick fire two, we have some very similar names. This one, Noodle took down. Fat Hobbit got second, so they had some battles in the finals in each of these quick fires. But then rather than Omsk making it to the leaderboard in third place, we see Rip in third there. So uh, the quick fire number three, they're actually both ready to fire off. And then we might have some bot action for quick fire after that. So exciting things uh, coming in that realm of the community events. That's it for me. Awesome. Let me go over my two fantastic events. First one, Maximum Overdrive, which is ran and organized by Meowgan. Thank you, Meowgan, for all that you do. Uh, Currently, we have Rucksack in the semifinals, along with Noodle Tulpe and Luna Pig. And Rucksack is waiting on an epic match between our very own Agency 13 and Chris (laughs) Double dubs, Wahlberg. What the heck, guys, is happening with that match? Do we get a live update now? Is it still in progress? Chris is going to lose. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> we're, oh, we're just started. Oh, Shots game fired. one, Wizard Mirror. Uh, Tim is heavy on the greens right now. And uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, I am not. <laughs> we'll see. I don't even know what I'm. I don't even know what I'm doing in that game. We'll see. <laughs> well, you got oh, some time. That, you got some time every, to establish your every strategy, game. So. Dubs just doesn't know what he's doing. So right, I'm right. Click unless stuff, it's man. Unless it's the Legends Finals <laughs> at <Ayo>. Origins. What? <laughs> anyway, uh, and with HRPC ran by our very own Dark Lighter, we're done, y'all. Uh, <laughs> this is one of the big events that we always have. It's awesome. Thank you so much, Rick, for putting it on. It's always very exciting. I never win it, but it's great. I love watching it (laughs) play out over the chat. So um, it was Master Sluki. Is that that how we decided? He's the Chulky. The Chulkmeister. Master (laughs) Chulky fighter versus Sapanik Ranger and... Sapanik pulled out the dub on a 3-2 match in the finals. So that was crazy. And then we had Luna Pig and Game Freak in a fighter mirror for the bronze match. Luna Pig came out victorious. Congratulations to you all, nice my job. friends. Yeah. And with that, I will pass it over to my dear friend, Matthew Jigbalinkpa Rooks. Yeah, I think that wraps it up. At that HPRC event, just to tag on here, I think it took like four months to get through that to get through that. That was a long one. Yeah, it really was. I hope that he's that Darklighter is going to be able to get the rest of his. uh, Well, I guess there's no time limit, but 
man, if a season two is going to take like three years at this point, if, if each, if each <laughs> event takes like four months, but it's awesome stuff, man. And it's, they are truly epic, epic events. So congrats to all the winners on that. Okay. That wraps up our community roundup. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sparks and Recreation. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to uh, listen to us ramble about this uh, game we all enjoy. Yes, indeed. Couldn't have said it better myself, my friend. Uh, just want to thank again uh, to our listeners, our supporters, our patrons. Also, guys, don't forget to enter our digital legend account contest uh the details will be accessible via a link in the show notes so check that out it is exclusive to our podcast listeners the only way we're going to advertise this is through this podcast so if you're listening to it if you have a decent chance of winning please sign up so exciting so amazing we're doing our first giveaway i'm pumped um also just wanted to replug the beautiful new user interface that's available on herohelper.com hero-helper.com give it a sign up it's pretty cool you'll track your games uh and just wanted to say thank you to my awesome co-hosts thank you guys it's always great to get together and nerd out with you and thank you to our awesome listeners for uh tuning in i hope wish you all luck with our uh competition coming up to win a legends account exciting exciting stuff um and i think that is pretty much it i don't think it'd be a good uh sparks and rec episode without at least one moment where we talked like a wizard so i wanted to do that really quick and then also say wow Stuff, never gonna get thanks so much yeah. <laughs> well or is it <laughs> no it's all good so wow. yeah thank you everybody it is always a pleasure to be able to do this podcast with you guys and and have a fantastic community that uh enjoys it and listens to it so thanks everyone uh be sure to check out my stream twitch.tv slash double dubs 8.30 Central on Wednesdays. Convenient thing with the arena coming out on Wednesdays um, is that we can usually run those. Been doing that the past couple streams. We also um, do coverage occasionally. Jig mentioned the uh, Alchemist finals that I was able to cover. Uh, I will be hopefully also getting the footage for the Druid finals, but that's not finalized quite yet but that should be happening and we're slowly marching towards stream number 50 so i'm going to try to do some fun stuff for that so those are some things uh in the future for the stream really excited for the contest and all the awesome things that are coming up for the game exciting times until next time stay fresh cheese bags Woo! boosh Congratulations, you're a nerd. 
Tune into the next episode of Sparks and Recreation for more on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms.